coming again to do the hot D podcast HBO boys. Come on again to say the dragons into something else. Wow. Oh, thank you very much for that introduction, me. I really appreciate it. Welcome back to Hot D in the morning. Welcome back to Hot D in the morning. Uh, we got Ryan That's here me. with our buddy Jimmy uh, all the way up north. <laughs> Come on, Jimmy, how are you feeling with the Hot D this week? Yeah, this is episode eight. <laughs> By reading James's notes about soon. this episode, I feel like we're going to get a naysayer and I'm going to be aggressive the entire time. <laughs> Sounds pretty rad. The Lord of the Tides, a bad name for this bad episode. Shut up. You shut up. Oh, sorry. I can't just oh start my God, with God, <laughs> there were so many good parts. We all watched this episode together, which was nice. Yeah, this is the first time. So we got to hear James griping in real time, which was fun. <laughs> it was so fun. It's really cool. I mean, I, I just love the whole Star Wars prequels prophecy plot line and how, how big of a thing it is in this show. It's so good that they're doing that. I saw that the showrunners... Listen. I'm, I'm going to uh, I do my best today to ignore your sass. I, uh, I saw that the showrunners said that this was going to be four seasons. How? What? How? How's that going to happen? <laughs> With a lot of filler. Sure, 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 sure. Well, you said we're what? Sure. 40% in, 30% in? Like 50, right. 60 pages out of 150 of the source material? And that's it. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the rest of the show is will be, like, honestly, season two till the end is just going to be straight war. Dragon time. But, yeah. Which is sick. I'll take your elderly it. father, be- which, by the way, I would not call him that. You you reference him as your elderly <laughs> father sure will be psyched. He does that. About all the dragon times. <laughs> waiting, still waiting. I but there, yeah, I mean, they're going to be stretching that shit out. Yeah, for sure. I wonder if another prequel will premiere by the time House of the Dragon is over or if they will keep it for whenever House of the Dragon is done and like the night of the House of the Dragon finale is the next prequel that's hopefully not Nettles' prequel because I don't want it. Uh, inform me what's Don't that? even worry. Don't, dude, don't even. Do not worry gotcha. about it, bro. Cool. <laughs> so, Patty Considine, a.k.a. Viserys, Pretty fucking ratty in this episode. Right. Pretty ratty. Yeah. The memes didn't even do it justice. Yeah. Like all all the memes. Like Gollum, he would kill to look like Gollum did. Yeah. Right. <laughs> they turned him into Gollum and his creepy CGI hands uh, were enormous next to Allison's entire body. <laughs> she's just got a small frame, I think is what it was. It's like she's acting against one of the CGI people from the Beowulf movie. Oh, okay. <laughs> Ooh, that was bad. Okay. I don't know if you have to <laughs> assign Beowulf to that. Nothing deserves to be assigned Beowulf-esque vibes. That's just not nice. You know, aside from the strange, distracting, large hand CGI, <laughs> honestly... That was one of the best acted things in this show. Like, he's so good as King Viserys. He is. I like him yeah. a lot. 
Yeah, and what a turn in his career too, since he's mainly a comedy guy. I think I, I just I think the the show is about to lose its best actor. I know. <laughs> like we'll talk about in this episode. <laughs> 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 I gotta say, the rogue P is kind of growing on me, just because oh, yeah, like he's great. the weirdness never lets up. Uh, <laughs> but 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 at least he, like he has a consistent character, which I, I always appreciate. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. I think he's growing on not only you and me as well, but the internet. I have seen more mm. TikToks about the rogue P baby from this episode baby. than any other just because there's a, a TikTok audio that happens where it's like and all of my feminism faded away in this one moment and all I wanted was for I, I can't I don't remember exactly what the rest of the meme is it's something about the rogue P baby rocking socks and uh, this well episode done, had two Ryan. of them Nailed it. Thanks, man. So, <laughs> this episode begins. It's another time jump. Yeah. Now, it's many years later. I, it's... Do we know how many years? Uh, probably about seven or eight, I think. Oh, okay. It is so... It's bold for them to do two time jumps within three episodes. I think if it was mm. any other show, it would be getting a lot more shit for uh, doing it. And I, I don't think you can say that they're doing it poorly, but it is disappointing they're doing it at all still. Like that aura, the fact that they chose this life is a, a bit of a bummer. Yeah, and it, I'm getting very confused with some of these actors. I think while we were watching it, I was like, okay, uh, a no-eye son looks like he, the the adult version of the kid who was masturbating all over the land. It's like the the characters were the actors were reversed for the character. It was very strange. Yeah, I think the choice for the older brother, his, uh, Aegon, yeah. right? Not good. Not good. He looks younger yeah, than Amon like does. Although he does. That is perhaps per because the actor who plays Amon looks like he's thirty five, and uh, <laughs> and and the oldest brother now looks like he's still seventeen. Like, just keep the older. Yeah actor if you're going to age the when it's supposed to be eight years but in fact it's just eight months that's yeah, weird he he looks like a rogue p knockoff like a like a kirkland signature of the rogue p <laughs> mom can we have rogue prince we have rogue prince at home the rogue <laughs> prince at home and then it's aimed yeah anyway. i am not gonna keep buying rogue prince in bulk okay so apparently the crab men have come back to the stepstones and it's crab action again. So the sea snake went to take care of that and then he had a classic Game of Thrones is he, is he not death off screen? And now they're kind of debating, oh, yes. well, if he did die off screen, then we can't let Luke, the little brother, Luke Valerian, inherit because he's a bastard and there's not going to be any more Valerians left. So let me... The very minor character that was the Sneesnake's brother let me take the throne. And he's asking Rainus to do this. And uh, she's thinking about it for sure. Yeah, she didn't say an immediate no thank you. And uh, yeah, the, the brother whose name I truly I should know, but I don't. And honestly, I don't want to learn it. If you tell it to me, it's going to go right yeah. in one ear and out the other because I honestly don't care. I uh, think it's Vaymond. Okay. 
Oh, Raymond. yes. Yeah, sure. That's fine. And right. Corliss is uh, in the <laughs> off lands doing whatever the heck. We don't get an answer as to whether or not he is alive or dead by the end of this episode. He's alive. He's alive. Yeah. I mean, do you say that because of the source material or because that's what is one of the main characters of the book? Yes, I am. I know that I, I'm saying like, but they don't say that <laughs> hey. in the show. Spoiler alert. Yeah, spoiler alert. Stop spoiling things for Adam. S- sorry for spoiling. <laughs> I mean, it's not like they got this huge actor just to. Well, I mean, they did that for Ned Stark's spoiler. Right. So I guess they could. Shit. Yeah, you keep spoiling. I so I think it's important <laughs> to to point out Jace, the older Valerian, who is probably Harwin Strong and Rhaenyra's. Uh, child, the heir to the throne after Rainy, if Rainy were to get it. And then uh, you said Luke is the second one, right? That's right. And then after Luke, Joffrey. Nice. And then after Joffrey, there's actually two more. It's funny that you make the Luke and Leia joke, Adam, because any other uh, depraved nerds in their early 30s will remember that the original book-only sequels to star wars like book seven eight and nine were sure they had that as books but not movies for the longest time and one of the main characters was han and leia's son whose name was jay solo and he was a jedi and i really liked it and if this if anybody else is relating to this please write to me i'm i'm so yeah he's very he's alone (laughs) in a dark room where he is a uh a, a book stan of star wars and was sad when all of the, <laughs> the old obliterated canon yeah but the point of that. all that like, is that luke is not gonna get the iron throne in that scenario jace would so luke being second would get Driftmark, correct uh the valerian yes. seat and that's why the brother's mad because he's just like everybody knows he is not Leonard's kid, dude. How are we still all pretending? Yeah. (laughs) We see now time jumped Jace on Dragonstone. We know that it's Jace because they say his name five times. They have to. 20 seconds. How else are we going to remember these two brown haired children's names? What they do? If we care about them. And obviously from the amount of times I had to ask what their names were again, I still don't. Also, by the way, in the beginning of this episode, or was it last episode, was the rogue P harvesting dragon eggs. That that was this episode. Wonderful. It happened for a moment. I don't know why they showed it to us, but perhaps it will matter in the future. I mean, I assume it's for a the son of him and Rain. Right. It's for the baby that's currently in her tum, right? There's right. a yeah, there's another Aegon currently. Jesus Christ. Okay. These goddamn names. <laughs> I did see a meme somewhere on Twitter about the names of uh, House of the Dragon and how it's just absolutely ridiculous. George did yeah, this it's to us. It's pretty rough. Rhaenyra and Rhaenys and Aemond and Aegon and Vaymond. Vaymond sounds like Aegon a Digimon. The Conqueror. <laughs> <laughs> Digimon, digital, digital monsters, monsters, Digimon are the champions. Yo, Aramon. There, there absolutely Saruman. is. Oh, wait, I just want to say, I want to say, there is absolutely a Vaymon. Like, don't get me started. Oh my god, so, <laughs> Metal Garurumon. <laughs> Rhaenyra and the Rogue P uh, get the news that Vaymon 
keep up your class. The brother of the sea snake <laughs> is going to complain to the king that about the bastards. And they decide that they're also going to go complain to the king about complaining. A lot of whiny bitches in this yeah. episode to go to the yeah. king with their problems. Doesn't Vaymon know what happened last time? Right? Where a, a whole <laughs> uh, like room full of people were like, come on, Viserys, they're bastards. Don't you know that? And he wasn't like, you know what? You're right. Also, Vaymond double stupid. Because does he not also know what happened before that? Which is that like the king says, my daughter should inherit. And then when the king dies, everyone's like, yes, yeah, psych on this. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't. He didn't mean it. So everybody's going to King's Landing. And uh, when they get there. Sorry, before that, we see a scene uh, as Allison, and she's a, a big player in the King's Round Table or whatever, the Hands team. The, Just anyway, call them Team oh, Green. The- we should start referring them as Team Green and Team Black. What do they call it? The, the King's Council? The Round Table? The <laughs> Yeah, on, like Sir Arthur's King Arthur. I don't what know do why. Call I in Game of, of Thrones, it's like most important advisors. The council, the some, the high council. Oh, fuck it. Anyway, uh, the mighty Morphin <laughs> Council Rangers. <laughs> They're having the exact same discussion. They're like, "Oh, Vaymon's coming to King's Landing. You know, he's the brother of the Sea Snake. They're going through it too." Uh-huh. And so, when Rhaenyra and Rogue P get there, we see Viserys. He's worse than ever. He's a CGI golem now. He's again <laughs> aged another hundred years, so he's hundred and fifty years old now. And they show their kids to him, and it's a very sad, emotional scene, because at this point in his life, like, basically nobody loves Viserys, probably, except the two people in the room, Rainy and his brother. Yeah, it's a countdown to when he dies now. And I thought the CGI on his face was pretty good, as opposed Mm. to his hands, or his hand, right? He doesn't have one of his arms, I think. Right, whole arm's gone. Yeah, he actually lost the arm an episode ago, and I did not fucking notice. And it, yeah. by, the, by the sound of it, <laughs> neither did you guys. Nope, I did not until you pointed it out. <laughs> I knew that Princess Rainey's shook his weird hand and was like, oh, that's not an arm. Uh, or I thought at least like, oh, that's not a hand. Like, I thought it was cut off at the wrist. Nope. <laughs> cut off at the elbow. He's a, he's a He has a stump and no eye. He is... He's seen better days. Next, we get a kind of weird scene. Apparently, uh, Prince Aegon, this guy, as if you recall, is the oldest son of Alicent. He has been assaulting his uh, handmaiden, basically uh, workplace assault. And Alicent gives her sympathetic ear and some money for her troubles and then basically tells her that she should keep her mouth shut or else. Yeah. Yeah. This scene was, uh, I thought it was pretty good because at the beginning, mm-hmm. when Allison was talking to this handmaiden, I thought she was lending a sympathetic ear, or at least she was giving off that vibe very well. And then towards the end, not so much sympathetic, more so keep your mouth shut. Also, by the way, here's some abortion tea. I learned this from you, Rhaenyra. I learned this from you. (laughs) 
It, it led it to believe, though, that she killed this little girl. Right. Well, it's more a classic hot D ambiguity. Yeah, we're right, like, exactly. we don't know for sure, but maybe that happened. Most things we spell out. We spell out the weirdest shit, but then random shit uh, is up to you. Mostly murder. Yeah, mostly murder. Allison then goes and visits Aegon to be like, you're a bad son. You're a bad man. And somehow I'm fighting tooth and nail to put you on the Iron Throne. Like, why am I doing this? Because she's a bad mother. Oh, okay. I sort of had the revelation as we were watching this because we were having a couple conversations while we were watching it. Pretty boring episode. A lot of time to talk. Oh, my God. Ryan literally liked the episode, guys. You should know he slept (laughs) through about 10 minutes of it. Well, I was Uh, sleepy. (laughs) Can confirm. Okay, I cannot lay down and or be in a sitting position without falling asleep. It's not possible. Okay, some sort of medical condition that has gone. It's whatever, dude. Shut up. Especially in the coziest of cozy. Oh my god, the couch is so cozy. What are you gonna do? I don't know how long it took me to figure this out, but like all the Targaryens suck and are crazy and are perverted and weird. And and I made the comment at the time to Ryan and Sam that like the most normal one we've ever seen on screen was probably Danny, and she's a psychopathic killer. Right, but it took her some seasons to get there. She didn't think about doing a genocide until like the end. And like Allison has to do this shit with them every single day as a normal person, and I think it would make anyone kind of crazy. Your all your kids are insane inbred mutants. Yeah, but are her her kids aren't, are they? Yeah. Yeah, they are. Yeah. What how? With Viserys. What, what do you mean? No, it, Aegon and Aemon pretty much showed straightforward that they're nuts. And her oldest son Adam is married to her oldest daughter. Right. Okay. No, but I mean her kids with Viserys. Yeah. Like she's right. Like, Her is and Viserys are, Viserys? No, no, they're not. But Viserys' oh, okay. parents were also siblings. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Okay, you did explain this to me. Sorry, trying to keep up. Yeah, here. Adam's on the eighth page of his notebook at this point, and his hand hurts. <laughs> Anyhow, Rainy and the Rogue P go to talk to Allison. They're concerned that Viserys is on some pretty hardcore opium, and. Allison, honestly, and this is a credit to the performance of the actor, she basically says, like, without this, he's in constant, never-ending pain all day. So, yeah, it addles his mind, but he's not in permanent agony. Right. What would you prefer? Kind of reasonable. Of course, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, if we don't give him all of these drugs, he is suffering to the nth degree. Is that what you want? Is that what you want? Give me that ibuprofen. Another, I mean, I, I just love the, all the fan theories they're throwing bones to, for real, in Hot D. Because, like, the Rogue P says in this scene, like, oh, yeah, and who's helping him out? The Maesters? Mm, sure. <laughs> Come on. I like it. Come on. No, anyway. no, I do like, believe me, I am all in on the Maesters theory. I'm not naysaying it. Yeah, I agree. In the next scene, Jason Luke tore the courtyard. Uh, Kristen Cole is fighting against a grown-up time-jumped Prince Aemond, who is, like, has, like, Kanye West stormed the, the fucking stage and ripped the award for weirdest face right out of the rogue prince's hands. <laughs> Bringing up Kanye West at this moment in time, uh, October of 2022, <laughs> is shaky at best. Get it right, it's yay. Oh, shit. 
Yeah, he's yeah, he's but right, you guys, James. Everyone, I'm sure, and I'm sure the internet stands with me on this. Prince Amund, very strange looking, looks as though his face was carved from wood. Yeah, uh, I remarked <laughs> that he looks like the now defunct M- McDonald's mascot, Moon Man. <laughs> <laughs> He looks weird. Is a uh, is what I'm trying to get to. <laughs> yeah. He reminds me of a bat or something. <laughs> like Sir Kristen Cole, who's somehow still around at the end of their fight, which Amond best Sir Kristen Cole. He's like, "You'll be w- to winning tournaments in no time." And Amond's basically just <laughs> straight up is like, "I don't care about tournaments. All I want to do is kill my uncle or whatever, or niece or nephew, I, somebody. You know who? I, you know it." And Ryan put in the notes here that he definitely looks older. Then time jumped Aegon, which is absolutely true. Aegon appears to be 19 and Amund appears to be like 37. Right. Like he, a little bit younger than the Rogue Prince. If you're going to do two right. time jumps, if you're going to change actors, multiple actors, how would you not? Like you had to have screen tested these two people. Not one person behind said screen test looking at the monitor was like, do these two people not look the age they're supposed to look? I think we're fucking up here pretty bad. What if the on the day of shooting, the wrong actor goes into the trailer to get the makeup of the eye patch when it should have been the other one? Because that's what I feel should have happened. Also, I think what is causing this moment in time, other than the fact that they their looks is are dumb, is that we got some actual acting out of Amond this episode. I like the actor. I think he's doing a good job, which was going to be difficult because the child version of him, as we previously discussed, did an awesome job, was one of the, not just one of, the best child actor that they had. And we haven't really gotten Aegon's new actor, the older version of him. He hasn't really had any meaty scenes. Like he was crying in front of Alicent and being like, I want you to be my mom. But like that was barely anything. So we, I don't think, as an audience, have let Aegon's actor earn the fact that he should be on screen yet. And if he doesn't pull out some, like, hardcore, I'm actually good at this really soon, uh, then, mm. again, why are you Why are you here? Why are you here? Right, 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 right. No, the guy with the eye patch, I, I, forgive me, I'm never going to get their names. Sure. Um, the one with the eye patch... <laughs> He's, I think he's going to be a great villain. Like he's, if they keep this actor throughout the rest of the show into the next couple of series of it, uh, I think he's great. I think he'll be great. I do like him too. I am a little sad though, because in the book, instead of an eye patch, he keeps a fucking ruby in his eye socket. Hmm. Oh, really? Which would have been sick. Yeah, that would have. <laughs> that, that is sick. We've already given a nickname to the Rogue P Baby. I think we have to lean mm. into that. Okay. I patch McGee. Oh, in the Rogue P. I actually, yeah, that sounds like a book that I would read over and over again once every year. And you know what? The older brother at this point has not earned a nickname. He will get no. one when he does anything of worth. <laughs> It would not be Game of Thrones unless there was a conspiracy in a garden. And so Rainy goes to her uh, aunt. No, her sec, her first cousin, no, second cousin, Princess Rainis, uh, the queen who never was, and tries to get her support for Luke's claim in exchange for a double marriage, her son's her granddaughters, which should also in a roundabout way solve the bastard problem. Crazy. Mm-hmm, you're right. 
I'm so fucking lost sure. man, on some of this stuff. <laughs> Here's, I think, what's important about Princess Rainey's that hasn't been made very clear to the audience. She has, I think, the second biggest dragon in the world that currently has a rider. Amond, Eyepatch McGee, has the biggest dragon in the world. She has the second one, but we haven't seen her even near a dragon or on hers. So, mm. like, I, it's when you see her walk on screen, I think uh, you just don't see as much power as you're supposed to with all of the context behind her. Like, her dragon is twice the size of Rhaenyra's. And somehow right. that hasn't been made clear to us. Mm, um, I, I would like more dragons in this House of the Dragon show. Sure, sure. I'll be, I'll be real. Sure, sure. I want Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. Later, Rainy visits uh, her father, King Viserys, in bed. First, she asks him about the prophecy to bring balance to the Force, and <laughs> then she begs him. She's like, "If you really want me to take the throne." Because I'm doing this for you. I need you to help me in this moment. But he's on too many drugs and he's not really being responsive. And it's a very sad scene. Uh, a little bit emotional, actually. Yeah. And Patty Constantine, again, doing an amazing job. And then this oh, yeah. scene would like come back to haunt Rhaenyra in the future, if you want to call it that. We'll we'll talk about when Allison's uh, having a conversation with opioid king in the future. Right. Well, the, you just said that, Ryan. And I wonder, and you guys can tell me if you think I'm off base here or if this is intentional, that the subtext here, the way they're presenting these scenes with Viserys, and this is in the source material, but not quite to this degree, like with fentanyl being in like the national conversation so much... And, and becoming a big problem. And milk in the poppy is like more or less the exact same kind of drug in what it does to you, which is just like knock you out. Do you think this is like a social commentary? What's happening to Viserys? And it's like bodies wasting away. I don't know. Yeah. No? I, Am I, I reaching mean, too far for that? I think you Maybe. are reaching a little too far. I think that has a bit of an aura of that. But at the same time, he has been being cut by the Iron Throne for the last how many years? He's actively <laughs> falling apart, perhaps <laughs> due to incest or yeah. perhaps due to just the fact that he has a weak disposition in the first place. Uh, so, yeah, there's a little of that. But I would I would you should go on like a 10 minute rant about how it's about fentanyl. I would like that. <laughs> I think so if I if I made a video essay on YouTube about that topic 15 minutes long, I bet a million people would watch it. Do it. <laughs> that's that's your uh, vibe. No, you should do it I, I because the HBO it. boys need some marketing. <laughs> yeah, we need a YouTube presence. Yeah, we need we something. We need a million views. By the way, uh, patreon.com slash H-B-O-B-O-I-Z for one or more dollar a month. You can help us do whatever. I don't know. More anything. And, right. Uh, yeah, if you want to there. intern for free and run our YouTube channel... <laughs> where you have to manually go through and cut out the copyrighted music in these episodes and then put them on YouTube. Hit us up. Yeah, that would be lit. <laughs> and we'll be back after the advertisement that is most likely ED medication or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, boing. Welcome back. <laughs> I truly just hope that we someday rise to the level of doing our own ad reads. Yeah, so I, I would I love to do like, that. 
Your dick was never harder unless you try these new dick pills. Let me tell you something, James. My dick is so hard. I don't want to be a part yeah, of this. This might not make it into the show. No, well, I'm keeping it. I can tell you as the person editing it. Hey, future Ryan, you've kept this. And, Hi, Dad. And you're happy about it. Yeah, right. Your father listens to this. Hey, Joe. Uh. <laughs> had a great time dancing with you at that wedding on, on the week the, the last that was weekend. A great, it was, great wedding. It was fucking lit. It was so good. The next day, they have the trial. Hand of the King, Otto Hightower, Allison's dad, Adam. You got this? Yes, I got yes, that. Okay, he's running the trial. Ole, 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 ole. I'm Wiry. <laughs> I'm Wiry. <laughs> the sea snake's brother. Gets to go first, and he absolutely roasts Rhaenyra, but he does it in an oblique way. Like, he doesn't call her out exactly. He's just like, so we all know some people cheat on their spouses, and that is a problem (laughs) in today's society. (laughs) Eh, Rhaenyra? (laughs) Yeah, and then he goes on a 10-minute rant about fentanyl. Yeah, she gets called out, Koei, fentanyl. (laughs) She gets called out pretty intensely in that scene, though. He turns right to her. You are a whore. <laughs> Shit. Well, that does not happen Bastard. just yet, Adam. You're jumping in. Oh, yeah. yeah I'm jumping. I'm sorry. I was very excited for that. <laughs> yeah. Please, uh, in repentance, turn your mic off for the next 20 seconds. All right. Hold on one don't, second. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do it. All no, right. I'm here ahead. now. <laughs> Things are looking dicey for Rhaenyra when suddenly. Oh. The most powerful scene of this show so far. The Undertaker theme song fucking starts. Adam, yeah, jump in, please. Yeah, Adam, you do the song. (laughs) Uh, That's Law and Order. Fuck. What? (laughs) That's not the Undertaker. Anyway, King Viserys comes in. uh, Very weakly. He staggers to the throne, brushing aside Otto Hightower. He struggles to climb the steps to the Iron Throne. His, his little brother, Damon Targaryen, the rogue prince, leans down to steady his hand in a moment of true brotherly love. Executive producer Dick Wolf. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so good. <laughs> and it was a great it, sequence, I thought. It really was. Uh, no, that was my a, favorite it was a of the episode. Great scene. Yeah. yeah. I think that's one of my favorite scenes of the whole show so far. It's so powerful because he is just crippled and he can't walk and he can't barely talk. And he just power moved it right into that room. Yes. And it's huge because Allison and Otto oh, yeah. were about to get exactly what they wanted. Right. And then off the fucking top ropes comes a uh, a ghost, basically, to be like, nah, not today. And as Ryan points out in the last episode, just the last episode, he was telling his brother to fuck off and then banging his daughter. And then in this episode, he's like acting very sweet to his 900 year old older brother. And I guess a lot of emotional work must have happened off screen. 
during the time jump. Right. I point that out in the notes. I didn't say that out loud. That would be confusing. But yes, uh, (laughs) that is weird that the last time when Viserys was like, let's just be friends. The rope, he was like, how about you fuck yourself? And this time he's like, your crown king. Oh, did you hear that that wasn't supposed to happen? Did you read that? No. No, just the crown so falling down. The crown falling off of Patty Considine's head was not supposed to happen. Damn. And they continued filming and kept it in because it it perfectly illustrated that moment. And I right. think that's great. And do you guys think that maybe that, that was a was choice like by Matt a, Smith a that's for awesome. Jack I and know, Jill? Right? Wait, say that again? Nothing. I was, I was trying to make a joke on the last thing right I on. did. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, both good points. Vaman, at this point, the king has shot down his bullshit, and he knows it. And so he just says all the quiet parts loud. Uh, Jason, Luke are bastards, and Rhaenyra is a cheater. And yeah, this is actually illegal to say. And if you say this, you go directly to getting your head chopped off, which is what happens when the rogue prince chops his head off a a second later. You're technically supposed to like go on trial, but we skipped that this time. Yeah, Rogue P, (laughs) you know, he is operating under his own set of rules, which is that he can take Dark Sister and do whatever he wants. Uh, So he... Very cleanly, by the way, Valerian Steel, very strong. <laughs> that was oh, yeah. Trump-esque, very strong. Uh, <laughs> he chops his goddamn head in half, <laughs> his tongue, blah, 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 like oh, Vaymans, that is, as he oh, hits the floor. Yeah. And then uh, the rogue P-Baby like, gives a, a, like, a, a mic drop line of, uh, like, he can yeah. keep his tongue. <laughs> I just realized this would have been the best time to act out a scene where I could be Vaymond and Adam could be Rady and uh, Ryan could be Viserys. We can still do we this. We can still. We can still. I'm Viserys. Is, we can we still can, do this. I mean, we don't have to do it. But we could. I would like to do it. Yeah. Be How dare you call me a whore? Nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, interior. Yes. The Red Keep trial scene. Nice. Vaymond Valerian's making his case. That uh, that'll be me. Ryan, you be the king, and Adam will be Rady. Okay. <laughs> Uh, I am a minor character. I haven't spoken this much in all previous seven episodes, but I'm fucking pissed because, uh, I can't say specifically why, but I think we all know what I'm mad about. And without having to say it, I can imply what the problem is. Uh, wink, wink, wink. Say it out loud. Say it out loud. You son of a bitch. You won't even say it. Because Guys, you know it's not true. Vaymond, where's your brother? I called him last night and he didn't pick up. Then suddenly the, the doors burst open. Oh, wait, now I'm here. And King Viserys. What? I thought you were asleep. Nah, dude, I'm walking. I'm walking real slow. Oh, shit. My crown has fallen to the ground. Let this moment ring true. <laughs> Who's Damon? Who's going to do it? <laughs> I'll be Damon. I'll, you be, dropped, I'll be Damon You too. dropped your crown, my lord. Okay. <laughs> oh, shit. Thanks, dude. <laughs> I thought we weren't friends, like, based on historical evidence, but this is a really big moment for us. Now I'm Vaymond again. Now let me be the lord of high tide. Oh, no. I don't. I changed voices. I went decrepit, and then I was like, yeah, this I think is a bust, is guys, a serv- so I think we no, give up on this No, one. we power through. <laughs> Dare you, you call me a You are being very generous, Adam. You really had to fill some of that dead air. I know. <laughs> dun, dun. 
Anyway. I like how you guys went back to the Law and Order theme. Yeah, man. Later that night, they have an awkward Thanksgiving dinner as a whole creepy dragon family. Uh, King Viserys honors his family by taking off his golden mask and revealing his scary Phantom of the Opera face. Yeah. And... Listen, you don't have to. Down once more to the dungeons of my black despair. Down we blodged o'er the prison of my mind. Shit. Come on, James. Yeah, fucking James. No, I'm, I'm, I'm good, bro. <laughs> okay. I'm not going to follow that. <laughs> you musical prodigy. Bro. But yeah, no, when he took the mask no. off, I was like, you don't have to. Don't. Maybe don't, though. <laughs> Ew, it smells. But he's doing it to show them how serious he is about squashing the beef and how we all yeah. just need to chill. And it doesn't matter who's king. What makes me really sad about this whole scenario is Viserys is like, he seems like very genuine. He wants to squash this beef. He wants it to be so chill before he dies and and i think he's willing to do anything to make that happen and just it seems like everyone else could give two shits and i feel really bad well rainy and allison actually do try yeah rainy and allison like yeah they they kind of make up but like the kids like ever when when they show the kids the kids are like freaking ragging on each other and it's just like this really sad kind of realization that he's gonna die and the everyone hates everyone <laughs> right and all the well, shit's gonna well, hit the fan i should say Aegon is like sexually harassing his cousin who's now engaged to jace which is and so unlike him then uh uh Aegon stands up and just like another it's a very rogue p thing now for an ironic toast <laughs> right yeah to the strong boys because they because adam their dad was harwin yeah. strong so he's calling them bastards don't patronize adam bastards <laughs> and then a fight almost breaks out but then the moms do put a stop to it and then they're like they actually share a moment where rainy says oh i'll take them back to dragon so it's just like a, you know a five-hour boat ride and then i'll come back and Allie's like, I do hope you come back, Rainy, because I'm ready to be friends again. It's weird that Rainy and Allison are the ones who stopped anything, right? Like, not seven years ago, one of them cut another one with a blade. But there was that one scene where they showed um, Rainy's wound, and Allison saw it, and she covered it up real quick, like, oh, oh just don't want don't to remember that. Let's forget the past. After dinner, there's a five-second throwaway scene in which... The rogue prince's ex-girlfriend with the funny accent is shown to have spies in the Red Keep. I could not care less. Okay. (laughs) Sure. Then we get the very bad ending to episode eight. Alicent and Rainey seemingly ready to make up. Alicent lays Viserys down in bed. Viserys, in a moment of (laughs) near-death senility, thinks he's talking to Rainey. And so he starts talking about the prophecy. Oh, the dream... Aegon, there must be on the throne. It's all up to you. And so in a scene which mirrors another terrible scene, the one where Alicent accidentally tricks Kristen into confessing, Alicent misunderstands, oopsie doodles, what Viserys is saying, which now flips her character motivation. 
back to where it should be, which is that, like, Aegon needs to be king. It was, oh, it's just an all, it's a misunderstanding, you guys. Allison's actually a good person. It's just, oh, it's a wacky victim of circumstance <laughs> like all of us, you know? I gave a sarcastic okay before, but I actually do hate this as yeah. well. I, 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 because Aegon has the same name as the other Aegon. Thanks, George, for that, by the way. I don't like that this is the reason that perhaps Allison was searching for any reason to have this line of thought. But for this to be what pushes her over the edge to be like, oh, no, it's, it's my son. Yay, is kind of stupid. Yeah, there was no need for this. I don't, this is the worst change of all so far. And it's tied in to the fucking Chosen One prophecy. Really lame. I wish they would cut we, this shit out. We did skip over the moment where Amond and Damon are staring at each other, where Amon was like, are we going to fight right now? Because I, and maybe Amon's thinking like, I shouldn't fight Damon. I'm a good swordsman, but he's killed real right. people <laughs> and chopped them in half. So perhaps I don't do that. But I bet in a dragon on dragon fight, my gigantic dragon will have a better shot than I would. But uh, that is the moment where Damon is protecting Rainy and protecting Rhaenyra's children as well. And the meme where all femininity fades away all again happens on the TikToks. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then we should say... Immediately after that, Viserys croaks. He's like, I, Alicent, I need you to misunderstand <laughs> this. And now I die with no <laughs> chance for further clarification. Also, the internet is making something. Uh, Helena has a speech somewhere in the middle of that uh, dinner that is talking about how her brother, husband, is basically not paying attention to her and is seeking re- refuge in other women. So, like, it's not even a big deal when marriages don't have any love in them whatsoever. Anyway, I'm going to sit back down right now. The internet's like, that's foreshadowing, baby. Foreshadowing. <laughs> all in all, pretty mixed bag of an episode. I was pretty disappointed when it ended. It's it's the tale of two shows, man, because in some ways I really like House of the Dragon, and I think in a lot of ways it is like more for the fans of the books than, say, Game of Thrones was, especially the end of Game of Thrones, clearly. But they change little stuff, which... which Every time, uh, it's it's just annoying. It's just a little bit dumb. And they could have just left it the way it was. And, and it's just kind of baffling. This prophecy thing baffles me. I don't know why they would choose to put something so corny it's in the show. It's because they felt like they had to connect it to Game of Thrones in a way that is a little bit condescending to its audience. Which, I, I don't mind that. I hated the Alicent-Viserys scene. I was sad that Viserys was dying, thinking that he had fixed everything, and obviously he hasn't. But as we know, as Game of Thrones fans, James, episode 9 is usually where shit pops off. And we only have two more episodes, so I look forward to that, and hopefully it's awesome. Also, I don't have the same negative attitude towards episode eight that you do. I thought it was great. I thought it had multiple scenes. The parts you were awake for, <laughs> correct, you were great. Correct. Yes. Hey, I rewatched the parts I was falling asleep during, and it was not the episode's fault. Okay. Ryan did have a busy weekend. He I'm just fell joking. asleep yeah. during parts that were acceptable. <laughs> yeah that's a wrap folks but i do want to talk about uh are we gonna play overwatch after I'll play this a couple rounds, sure that's incredibly possible what i will say is that adam and i are away next week oh, yeah. so 
two weeks from now, there will be a House of the Dragon episodes 9 and 10 double feature to finish out the season of the HBO Boys does House of the Dragon. So just letting y'all know that. I'll throw together some bullshit for next week. Maybe She-Hulk with anybody who cares. <laughs> or maybe if not that, something if spooky. If Chad decides to make an appearance. Adam. But let's talk yeah. for a second about Overwatch. I played for the first time last night. I thought it was fun. It reminded me of Halo. It reminds me bit. of Overwatch yeah. 1. So. Sure. Sure. <laughs> Which I never played. James had a, we had a game on uh, Dorado. Hmm. Uh, James was playing, we were a Dorado defense. James was playing Reaper. He was playing very well very good. for never playing before. Sure. Uh, he was doing a great job, especially in a lobby that was cross platform and had uh, both mouse and keyboard and controller players hmm. in it. Which, by the way, when you do cross player lobbies, it turns off the aim assist for the controller. So it makes it much harder. Uh, and in that set, that should have been very difficult. James was excelling. So I look forward to, to playing with you two and stomping some terrible, terrible noobs. Yeah. So exciting news for Overwatch fans. Devastating news for people who wanted to hear more of Ryan talking about Rings <laughs> yeah. of Power. Yeah, uh, it's true. <laughs> oh, my, Rings. I it's so I've watched all of Rings of Power. I stopped talking about Is it. Is it fully out? No, oh, okay. no. No, um, but it, it's reaching the end of the season very soon. Okay. The things they have to deal with with not having half of the estate and the changes they've decided to make, a lot of them are dumb. Mm. I, I think a- at the end of it, it's going to be an overall disappointment of a first season. It's absolutely beautiful. Oh, sure. Breathtaking for so many parts it of it. It better be. Um, Christ. And, <laughs> and narratively, narratively, it holds up about half of the time and the other half is a bummer but like amazing acting all across the board uh it's just i don't know you, i you get to the end of an episode if you're me and you're like okay well <laughs> oh well but now it's overwatch time forget <laughs> yeah, about the dragon that. baby Hot d in the morning